listen to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, feeling, imagining, and connected. And perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. Well, this week I'm excited because we're going to be talking about a theater, that uh, a show that's going to be opening up, The Gin Game. It's produced by the Sidekick Theater. It opens on September 7th through the 22nd, so it's coming up. It's right around the corner. I hope you guys put that on your calendar to go see. And today we have two of the actors that are performing in it. In fact, they are the actors. There are only two in the show. It's The Gin Game, and we have Ray Burke and Candace Barrett joining us today. Welcome. Thank you. It's Thank delightful you. to be here. Oh, I just—I'm thrilled to have you. I consider you my dear friends, and you are. <laughs> yes, we have. And I always like having a show that we can go behind the curtain a bit and learn about the show, learn about the the characters, and get your insights on theater. So we—I see here that it's being produced by the Sidekick Theater. Ray, tell me a little bit more about what Sidekick Theater is all about. Well, Sidekick Theaters is a professional company that produces at the Ives Auditorium in Bloomington. And they do shows for adults and children. They produce year-round. And they're led by uh, Tim Stoltz and Brian Peckle, who, uh, between the two of them, write, direct. Usually they direct all the shows, but certainly produce everything that Sidekick puts up. And it's musicals. It's comedies, it's children's shows, and dramas. Well, Tim's a nice, friendly name in the whole Twin Cities. I remember him doing wonderful work at the Old Log when his family owned the Old Log. Absolutely. comes from this uh, lineage of theater family at the Old Log. And, you know, the Old Log has such a great history here as being one of the first big regional theaters to bring, you know, shows from all over the country. So just knowing that he grew up in that venue, I know that he brings a lot to the the table as the director for this show. How's it been having him direct you? It's been terrific. Tim uh, uh, knows enough about um, kind of all aspects of theater, mm-hmm. so so uh, being in the rehearsal room with him is having not only a director's eye but a designer's eye and a producer's eye. And um, uh, he, we because we've done this show over a period of time. This is the third time we've done it with him as our director. Um, we get lots of facets mm-hmm. of theater uh, all at, at one time in mm-hmm. one place. And and besides, he's just a completely lovely guy. Now, you did this last year at Lahamadu, right? Correct. Yes, and we did it the year before that in Wisconsin uh, at, I can't think of it, it's... Uh, uh, Theater North? Theater North, right, uh, up on Lake Superior. And that was our first outing with the gym game. Have so you- this is the third iteration of it. Third time's always the charm. <laughs> Have you found different things when you've performed it in each venue? Are you discovering different things as you're doing it for this show? Sure. Um, I, sometimes it's the venue. I mean, sometimes it's the size. It certainly is the audience. The audience is really a character in this show. Uh, the more we do it, the more we realize how important the audience and the response of the audience is. But also, we're older. So as we are in the world differently, uh, as we get older, we find more of the issues, I think, that come up in the play about aging, about relationship, about um, honesty, about the importance of connection uh, that come up in the play. And I think as we've lived with the play over a three-year period of time, what a luxury is that? Uh, We've just found out. We've lived more of these characters. So Tell me about your character. Oh, we should mention that this yes. takes place in oh yeah what we would now call an assisted living home. Okay, uh, the play is set in uh, the mid '60s. So then, this was an old folks' home, mm-hmm. and uh, that was the term I think that was current at that time. And it's set in that period with those sort of. 
issues. Uh, issues. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. those issues yeah. haven't really changed that much. We've just prettied them up with, yep. with and, some of the uh, language. And it's more pervasive because mm-hmm. there are more old people now right. than there were then. Well, and I think all of the information that we've that has come to light over the last year because of some really smart, um, uh, relentless reporters, journalists, um, and politicians who uh, have investigated the whole um, assisted living, how how people in assisted living uh, environments are treated. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of them are wonderful. Mm -hmm. We have certainly uh, observed some wonderful Mm -hmm. environments. That's true. Some of them are not so wonderful. And um, we see some of that in this play, I think. Yes, and they talk about uh, various uh, other uh, facilities one could live in. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, even just last year, the heartbreak of some folks who were living in assisted living and uh, who were not not, uh, rescued. Right. Early enough or their issues were not right. addressed. They were not cared about and put as a priority. Right. And it's really how do we create do respect we honor? and, yeah. and honor uh, folks as we all get older. You know, and I, I should say also that this play is not a play about victims. Mm-hmm. So it, it, But it is a play about exploring what happens as people get older um, Exploring the the real importance of of connection, whether it's family or friends or new acquaintances, but this the the arena of loneliness um, that that is a pall over um, over the the whole aging. I think question because the play isn't really about that situation it's about that's the setting for the play Mm -hmm. it's really about what happens between these two people who encounter each other and meet each other for the first time and the relationship that develops between them and the complications of that relationship some of which are quite funny actually (laughs) so we don't want to cast a dark heavy pall over it although there are some dark moments in this it's a very realistic picture i think of um what a relationship like this how it might turn out. Uh, well, it, it, it brings to mind my own mother-in-law who has a boyfriend now. She's 92 and oh, has really? a, a new boyfriend she met who's in his 80s, so she's going out as a cougar with a younger <laughs> man uh, who picks her up for dinner every Saturday night, and she's making pickles for him today. Oh. So, yeah. It, Must be serious. <laughs> well, you know, she, she takes her time. She wants to make sure, and her kids come first. She's made that very clear. Yeah. But uh, if he wants to take her out, that's okay. <laughs> That's great. And see, that's exactly, that's exactly the issue, isn't it? That, that priorities change and become more clear. Mm-hmm. Family suddenly becomes very clear that that is a priority. Uh, making stuff. You know, I just read, I just read a piece, um, that Gerald Cohen wrote about how part of the issue of aging is that we become more of who we are. Mm-hmm. So so all of the things that have been powerful in your life simply become expanded. And if they're great, great. But if they're not so great, there's some real work to be done. So, you know, she's making pickles. <laughs> Fabulous. She's she's being in the kitchen and she's making stuff, you know? and, and and she adores making it for Bill. Yeah, and and how great is that? And 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 probably way more important to her now than um, than making sure that you know that that the laundry gets done or whatever it is that that what's important comes to the fore. And it's interesting. She also wanted our permission. Mm. Which I thought was very dear. Well, you know, was it, would it be okay? Of course, we're delighted. We're happy. And it's been twenty years since her husband's passed, but she still wanted that sense: is is, is sure. this okay? Sure. You know, may I still, you know, connect in that way? And how great that she has somebody to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think one of the things we learn in this is when there's nobody who cares what decisions you make. Mm-hmm. Or nobody who cares when you are when you get home or when you get up or what it starts to turn in on you, mm-hmm. you know? and how to process that in terms of what do all of us want in the future? Mm-hmm. This was set in the sixties, mm-hmm. and 
a lot of my audience is boomers, and we're all looking at what's the next step. What do yeah. we, I had a show um, a couple weeks ago that talked about how to create homes that you can have when you have babies to the point where you want to have handicap-assisted right. uh, facility in your own home. How can you yeah. have a lifetime home? Right. What does that look like? How do you design for that? You know, there's a guy who's done some really interesting work about that uh, named Bill Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, a gerontologist uh, who is really out on the edge in terms of how do you create space uh, that can accommodate sort of a lifetime. womb to tomb, as yes. they say. Yes, yes. Yeah. And because I, I think that there is an instinct in all of us. I, I look at my little hobby farm. It's five acres and think – how will I keep managing this? Well, I'm always going to be able to throw my hay and keep my horses. Probably not, but I I can't envision a time when I'm not on a, a little hobby farm. So, what yeah. does that look like, and how do you and prepare for? And who's there with you? Right, who's right. there with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, these are all wonderful backstage questions and and thinking about the show, and I want to hear more about the show itself as well and where it's being done because I hear that's just a very cool place as well. Yes. Um, it's uh, The address of it is the um, it's the Ives Auditorium, and it's on Masonic Drive. Masonic Drive, and that's in Bloomington. And, and I hear that this is kind of a magical space that I want to learn more about. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that in the next segment. And you're listening to Connections Radio Show here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And we're talking about the gin game that's brought to us by the Sidekick Theater. The dates of the show are September 7th through the 22nd. You need to go see the show and uh, take a friend, take the family. Um, And we'll be right back after a short set of announcements to learn more about the gin game. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's a good day to be indigenous. Native Earth Radio presents I'm Awake. Our weekly Native American talk radio show will discuss national and local Native American news and events. Local and national guests will help us keep current with Mother Earth, tribal, and Twin City issues. Native American issues are human issues. We invite all people to walk hand-in-hand with our struggles, victories, and achievements. Listen Saturdays at 2 p.m. I am awake. Stages Theatre Company is turning 35 years young, and we invite you to join the celebration. Stages is one of the largest and most respected professional theaters for young audiences in the country, serving over 150,000 individuals annually through opportunities on stage, education classes, workshops, and in-school programs. Our most magnificent season is truly that, built with young people, families, and classrooms in mind, and based on beautiful, imaginative, and inspiring books and stories, encouraging young people to dream big, invent big, and invest in curiosity. Charlotte's Web, Mary Poppins Jr., Hidden Heroes, and Willy Wonka are just a few of the exciting productions we're proud to present in the coming season. Come celebrate the magnificence with us all season long. Visit us at stagestheater.org. That's stagestheater.org. This is Ken Hagland of Minnesota Hospice, inviting you to listen to our brand new show, airing on AM 950 on Saturdays from noon to one. The Minnesota Hospice Show looks forward to discussing how we honor life and to exploring the physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional issues we experience throughout all stages of life. Learn how hospice is the new face of hope and how it's your benefit, your choice. Join us Saturdays at noon and check us out online at minnesotahospice.com. 
Enjoy a delicious home-cooked breakfast or lunch away from the kitchen at Milda's Cafe, now open seven days a week. Milda's Cafe has been cooking up family favorites since 1964. Grab a coffee and sit down for a delicious Philly scramble, house-made rolls, or Denver omelet. Stop in for lunch where you'll find authentic Finnish pasties every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Open weekdays 6 to 3, weekends 8 to 2. Milda's Cafe on Glenwood Avenue, four blocks east of Penn. Connections Radio Show. So glad you joined us. I'm Lori Fitz. And today we're talking about the gin game. And we have Ray Burke and Candace Barrett, two of my favorite of favorite theater people in the whole world, who are performing in the gin game. And it's produced by Sidekick Theater, September 7th through the 22nd. Welcome, Ray and Candace. Thank you. Good to be here. So in our first segment, we were talking about old folks homes. Which we used yes, to call them the '60s. I remember my my mother telling me, "I am not. Do not put me in an old folks' home. I will not go there." And she didn't. Yeah, she she lived Same thing in at my family. Yeah, this, didn't it, want to go. You, and and on the other hand, I have my husband's family where Helen was delighted to go into independent living. She's got great friends. She goes out and parties. She takes buses to theaters. And they're to, different now. They are, or and not all of them, but mm-hmm. many of them. They're not mm-hmm. so institutionalized. There's a there's a horrible line in the play in, in an actually very funny sequence but this one line always stands out to me about well maybe you've seen them sitting there in their wheelchairs like old pumpkin heads oh. and it sh- and you know that image of mm-hmm. of an institution a gray mm-hmm. uh, anonymous institution of people stuck in wheelchairs and drugged and um, and I think as boomers, and I've had a lot of boomers out there in my audience, we all remember that, going to see perhaps our grandparents yeah. or oh, yeah. an uncle yeah. or an aunt and going, oh, I don't want to end up here. And right. parents, you know, you don't want. And yet we're a sandwich generation that we're helping our parents and we're helping kids coming up sure. and how to make those decisions right. about how much time to spend and how to support. Well, and I, and I think the characters in this play are are. Uh, that kind of sandwich place. These are are live, two lively people. They mm-hmm. are not in any way debilitated. They're older. They need um, assistance. They have each have some medical issue, but it's mm-hmm. not debilitating at this mm-hmm. point right. for either of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're perfectly capable of, of of following their own curiosity, of making friends, of you know, of doing all of that. They just are in an environment. Where everything is kind of working against him. So on stage, how do you bring an old folks' home to life? Well, we rely on the set designer. <laughs> so tell me about the set designer. The set designer. What, what sort of cool uh, things? Cool things. Yeah, yeah. And he has created. Um, this is again like the third iteration of this house of this uh, um, home. Uh, slightly different in each place because each theater is a little bit different. But this is kind of a dilapidated place. And because they've had to expand this because our actual theater space is larger, this is the largest space we've done it in, both stage space and in terms of the number of seats in the audience. Um, They've had to make the building that would be our home, which is called... Bentley. 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 Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> like they've the had law. to make it a little larger, and it's one of the clever things they've done is because they've had to build onto the pieces they had, it now looks like the building had been added onto, oh. which gives it in a kind of unfinished way. They didn't quite have the money to do it like it should be done, <laughs> so they kind of patchworked it together, and uh, the, lo- the walls will look like that. It's a great creative solution to the practical problem we had, but also it makes a statement about the porch at this uh, old folks' home. And the quality that was... (laughs) And the the play itself calls for a lot of leftover items to be left out on this porch. It's a Mm -hmm. kind of storage area, Mm -hmm. and one of the characters, my character, uh, Weller Martin, uh, likes to... uh, He doesn't mix well, so he spends a lot of time out there playing solitaire. Uh, and it's kind of junky out there, mm-hmm. card tables. But pleasant in a way. Pleasant in a way, as you say. But, you know, cards, I think, are magical in terms they can take us away from wherever we are. Mm-hmm. And solitaire is, yeah, 
it's one of those that and I remember my mom teaching me solitaire, and then we'd play double mm-hmm. solitaire. Well, this and, is called the gin game, uh-huh. and this relationship essentially evolves over a series of gin games between these two characters. Fourteen games, thank you very much. There you Fourteen go. Fourteen gin games. Seems yeah. like more. I know. <laughs> and But I think of cards as being sort of an intimate thing, and here you are in a, a big stage production. Yeah. Uh, and tell me a little bit about the theater itself. You said it's a bigger venue. It's a larger venue. It's a beautiful theater, very new. The Heritage Center has existed there for decades mm-hmm. as, a, uh, as an extended care facility, uh, nursing home, uh, memory care units. Interesting. So uh, here's so this So it play. really is. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. part of it. And it's a very large uh, uh, facility. They have over 600 employees wow. there. And I don't know how many uh, uh, tenants. But this theater was built and added on about two years ago now. And it's about 400 seats with a balcony. Oh, that's a big... So it's a good-sized theater. It's beautifully done, beautifully appointed. You know, um, it is uh, a Masonic center, and they are builders, and they did it quite beautifully. If you looked at it, you wouldn't know that it was added on more recently. It's nicely done. And but still has sort of the old style. Oh, I think so. It's a very traditional uh, proscenium house. Yes. Um, but the the idea that you've got this this beautiful theater with a a complete fly gallery with a huge backstage with lovely dressing rooms i you know um it's it's an unusual uh, venue. It, and it's only started to be doing shows since this renovation, this add-on, so mm-hmm. it's only been the last few years? Just the last couple of years. They've used it, I know, for Masonic events, mm-hmm. but that's very few days a year. Mm-hmm. And they also bring in entertainments, usually like for a weekend, somebody would doing music. Uh, a musical a things, music. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, for two or three performances, largely for the uh, people who are at the facility. Though Some people are bussed in from other places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Sidekick buses a lot of people in for their shows, especially their musical shows, which are very, very popular. Well, so they do a lot of matinees that people come in for. Well, I want to make sure folks know, if you want to uh, look up Sidekick Theater, it's just like it sounds, sidekicktheater.com. There's also a number, 952-948-6506. Again, that's sidekicktheater.com. And then the phone number for tickets is 952-948-6506. And that's Sidekick Theater spelled with an R-E at the end. Oh, good point. Good point. Not an E-R or you'll never find them. You know, what is the – I mean, I always heard the difference between the theater and and the the R-E and the E-R was that the actual theater was one and one. But now it seems like it it, it all gets mixed up, whether it's a – it's just, is it a stylistic thing? I think, it, yes, I think it's choice. I mean, R-E is, is, is typically the, the British spelling, oh, E-R okay. is the American spelling. <laughs> but then there's all the, well, the E-R is the building yes. and R-E is the, the activity. Uh-huh. Um, you, you can make your own choice. <laughs> and confuse everyone. <laughs> At least if you're trying to and, find them online. And, you know, my guess is if you just type in sidekick, yeah. it's going to come yeah, up. Yeah, you'll find it. <laughs> So uh, it runs from September 7th through the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray and Candace are absolutely brilliant. I can uh, assure you of that. I've seen them in all kinds of shows, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the other shows that they've done over the years. And we'll also talk about acting, and we'll, we'll talk about uh, the arts and how the arts can support new visions. And perhaps we'll continue our conversation as well about looking at the future of how we want to live and where we want to live and what kind of homes we want to have and what kind of connections we make as we get older and insights that we can have about that. And you're listening to Connections Radio Show here on AM 950. This is the progressive voice of Minnesota. And we're going to take a break, but we're going to be right back. And I want you to tune in for more backstage conversation on the Gin Game, September 7th through the 22nd.
Stages Theatre Company is turning 35 years young, and we invite you to join the celebration. Stages is one of the largest and most respected professional theaters for young audiences in the country, serving over 150,000 individuals annually through opportunities on stage, education classes, workshops, and in-school programs. Our most magnificent season is truly that, built with young people, families, and classrooms in mind, and based on beautiful, imaginative, and inspiring books and stories, encouraging young people to dream big, invent big, and invest in curiosity. Charlotte's Web, Mary Poppins Jr., Hidden Heroes, and Willy Wonka are just a few of the exciting productions we're proud to present in the coming season. Come celebrate the magnificence with us all season long. Visit us at stagestheater.org. That's stagestheater.org. I'm Steve Conklin. And I'm Jake DeRoff. We're the hosts of the Mortgage Talk Show, Sundays at 1230. Every week we bring you insights on home financing, discussing rates, programs, local and national news. Whether you're buying your first home or your hundredth home, we have tips and inside information to save you money and feel like a mortgage master. Check us out for more information and email us any questions at mortgagetalkshow.com. Tune in to the Mortgage Talk Show every Sunday at 1230 on AM 950. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. So when you get to the corner of Smith and Orchard, you're going to want to take a you left. Not going to then what you're going to do is turn Marcy onto Marcy and Avenue broke up, and go past and the first three lights and then take it. the next left. I don't really then drive think five more happy, blocks and you should be the there. Judge, right? Park anyway, on the right. I'll see you later tonight. Night. It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And I'm glad that you're with us today. We've got great guests. We're talking about The Gin Game, a terrific play that I encourage you to consider going to see. And not just you going to see, but bring your friends, bring your family. This is a great show to take folks to and then have a conversation afterwards. Because aging is something that we all face. And I think art opens doors to thinking in new ways, to imagine in new ways, and to have something to maybe change the way we think about what we want to do and give us an opportunity to take a pause. Because aging can sometimes be something that we don't feel comfortable talking about. But art can bring ideas to life. And we're very grateful that the Sidekick Theater is bringing The Gin Game. It will be playing September 7th through the 22nd. It's at the Ives Auditorium in Bloomington. And today I have Ray Burke and Candace Barrett, who are the performers, the actors in this show. Welcome. Nice to be here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad you are. So let's talk about the play um, and why it's important for us to take a time out and look at some of the subject matter in terms of aging. What do you think, Ray? 
Uh, <laughs> Throwing it right to you. <laughs> well, I have been struck by what Candace had mentioned earlier about as we age, we begin to be more of who we really are. Uh, a lot of other stuff drives off. Uh, a lot of the choices, off. the choices that you are so pressured, I think, when you're young, you know, to make a decision. You've made our, de- we've made our decisions. Exactly. We are who we are. And uh, it becomes less important to pretend to be or uh, aspects of, of what we might be or pretend mm-hmm. to be tend to drift away. And part of what happens in this play is this relationship between two people, each of whom have issues about who they really are that bump up against each other. And uh, sometimes in a very, very funny way, always a very truthful and accurate way, I think, sometimes in uncomfortable ways, uh, uh, and sometimes in uh, uh, angry and unpleasant ways, Um, because both of them have issues that are unresolved within themselves. Mm -hmm. And they both are looking for some kind of connection in another person. Mm -hmm. I think we all always are. Mm Even if we think we're uh, sequestering ourselves off by ourselves, I think there's still the need to connect and a desire to connect in some way. For my character, it is he loves card games. He wants to play gin. He's looking for a card partner. Hasn't been able to find one. Doesn't feel comfortable talking to people. He only says, he says to her, you're the only one I talk to in this place. Uh, he certainly resents getting older, and he looks at the older people around him and is pretty caustic and often very funny in the way he regards them because he doesn't see himself as them yet, mm-hmm. except uh, uh, maybe in quiet moments by himself. Fearful. Yeah. Because they both say, the reason we're in that, why does anyone come to these places? Well, if you live long enough, you're going to end up in a place like this, he said. And the reason for it is loneliness. Uh-huh. It's a journey, you know, how how we explore our journey and figure out what's our plot. What's the next? I remember you gave me a gift years ago, Candace. I've got a great cast of characters. I'm just not sure what my plot is. (laughs) (laughs) And and it it, it, it becomes, you know, a, a play allows us to see a plot. Yeah. To see a beginning, middle, and end when we don't always feel like we understand our own beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. And both these people also are. Haunted, we'd say, uh, mm-hmm. by certain things in their past that mm-hmm. still live with them today. For Weller, it's certainly who he was in the world in his identity as a businessman, even though he is now retired. But a lot of the issues that were attached to that are still with him and uh, very much affect how he behaves with other people. And when we retire or even think about retire retiring there's changes that go on sure. identity that we've invested I, I mean when you were just starting to talk about it, I, I flash with death of the salesman I mean there's a whole who we are over so many years we get to question yeah. as we start to look at what's the next and what step. are the tools you know mm-hmm. what are the tools we have what are the mm-hmm. tools we don't have what are the tools we need what are the questions I at, at several points in this play I think both Fonzia and Weller are searching for what the question is, and they don't even they don't they don't even quite know what the question is. Uh, it's one of the ways they bounce off of each other, and and you know, and there's a reason that this play won the Pulitzer when it was first produced, um, because I think it threw out some concerns and questions that weren't on the public table anyway mm-hmm. um, in in a in a very real fashion that table has kind of opened up now the challenge is how do we address it you know mm-hmm. we can talk about it now mm-hmm. but what are the you know what are the ways we want to live our lives um, uh, there's a reason that this play had a, a revival a couple of revivals in oh, New yeah. York most mm-hmm. recently James Earl Jones and Cicely Tyson did it, it we want to hmm, we want to open up this story Mm-hmm. Who are these people? How are they like me? Is this something I have to look forward to? Do I want to make some changes now so I don't go down this path? Um, so I think the play has it, – it's an interesting uh, and and important look at, uh, at an arena that since it was written – 
has gone through its own journey. Sure. The journey of aging. We talk about it more. We understand it more or less. But it's public now. This was written the play incidentally in the seventies. Okay. Did Jessica Tandy, Hugh Cronin, and and Jessica Tandy, and they did it here. Actually, they did it at the Guthrie. And it it, it strikes me that we still are in a youth culture. You know, the, the focus still seems to be in America on being young, and I think part of our struggle in in looking at aging is that we we don't honor it. We don't honor it, and. (laughs) <laughs> Even when we do honor it, we're not quite sure how. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a whole bunch more of us now. I mean, Ray's 75, I'm 74. And when we were growing up, if you were that age, you were done, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, you weren't going to have new adventures. You weren't going to start an encore career. You weren't going to travel much. You're not going to ride a camel? You're not going <laughs> to <laughs> As no. I recall, you did, you did not that camera. long ago. <laughs> I did. Um, but I th- so the models, the only models we have are people who have done extraordinary things. And there have been some extraordinary elders. But what about just the everyday people who are living their lives, are living longer? There are more and more of us. There are a whole bunch of us who don't want to be on the fringe of... So what is that? Mm-hmm. Who, who, who are these people now? And what permission can we give ourselves mm-hmm. to not live on the old storyline mm-hmm. that now it's over? Right. So what does the new beginning mean and how do we create that? And yeah. is it co-created uh, as a group or yeah. in conversation? And what do you hope that folks will talk about after they see this show? Their own stories. I, I really, I think this is such a, a complete story of two individuals. It's unique to them, and yet, like any great story, it also has a universal appeal. So if people can walk out of here talking about their own story, what came up for them, what resonated with them, what do they want to know more about? Things about the their aging parents mm-hmm. uh, or grandparents, but parents, and about then, of course, about themselves too. Mm-hmm. Even though that aging may be uh, a few decades away, it certainly resonates about those issues. Mm-hmm. And I, I, until you've dealt with your own parents, of course, aging, I don't think you can begin to deal with your own aging. They kind of go. You kind of go to One school comes on up, them. Usually yeah. comes up first and yeah. uh, and hits you in the face or someplace, mm-hmm. uh, heart, mm-hmm. pocketbook, all mm-hmm. of those places. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I think you have a different sensibility about your own mortality mm-hmm. and your own aging process and what that time when you have less future right. than past will be like. When my mom was passing, how much. I needed to take care of her, and as I was doing that, it reminded me so much of how she took care of me. Mm-hmm. So the roles get reversed. Yeah. And, but yet, you know, and, and you know that this is happening. You know life is about life and death. But when they go and both are gone, no matter how old you are, you still feel like an orphan. Yeah. You know, that, how, why is that? You know, oh, suddenly I'm in charge now? <laughs> how did that happen? Well, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing between you and death. Right. There's always been a bridge. Exactly. And now, wow, that's right in front of you. Yeah. And that whole. I'm next in line here? Right. Well, yeah. How did that happen? How do we deal with death and I death? guess the specter of that may be in our play, but it's that, it's really not a play that deals no. with death. Right. It really deals with aging. Mm-hmm. You know, as I, as you're saying that, I'm thinking that when we first started to work on this, one of the things that appealed to us was they're just great characters. Yeah. They're great characters. They're, they're, yeah, the, the writing is gorgeous it's deep you can you can find new stuff every time you walk on the stage it and and so i think our the appeal when we first did it was uh oh this this play has a great history of wonderful people doing it um we are honored to stand on their shoulders i mean you know uh, that was all part of why we want and the more we live with it the more it becomes about our own aging, mm-hmm. which I 
you know. And your own story. And our own story. Yeah. Yeah. Candace had to learn to play gin for this. I'm not a card player. Oh, you're I, not? I hate card games. Do you? I do. I would and, have thought you would be a card oh, player. I'm not. I'm not. And and we have to play these card games, and the card games have to go a certain way in order for the script to sure. work, right? Sure. Those are never the cards you have in your hand. <laughs> so not only dissonance. am I not exactly. a card player, I'm looking at... Two kings, an ace, three, a four, a bunch of different suits. And I'm saying, ah, I have four kings. <laughs> wait a minute. It's insane. Wait a minute. <laughs> and it's interesting. We've talked to other friends uh, uh, and people who have done the show uh-huh. uh, over the years. And um, the first thing that comes up with anybody who's had any connection with producing is, is oh, those card games. <laughs> They'll drive you crazy. Now, I can see why you'd have a hard time because you're such a collaborator. I mean, you want to have a yes and 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 a success. Tell me, are you a competitive card player, Ray? Well, (laughs) I don't mind losing, but it's nice to win. Oh, oh, oh. You have to know that Ray was a PE major. This is – you're a – you're a competitor. Well, yeah. 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 Competition is always See, I, I, I kind of thought you might be my, my grandfather was very much a competitive card player, and he taught me how to play. And, you know, the game was a game. And once he, the first time he taught you, that was the only little yep. wiggle room. After that, you better be up to snuff and, and be a competitor. That's certainly well earned. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up and play your cards. That's right. Well, that was Grandpa, too. So we're talking about the gin game. Go see it September 7th through the 20th. 22nd Sidekick Theater. We'll tell you more about it when we come back after a few commercials. Listen in. In honor of the great Minnesota get-together, where will you find unbeatable appliance savings? On a stick, of course. At all 10 Warner Stellion stores. Bosch and KitchenAid dishwashers at our guaranteed lowest price, plus free installation done right by our specialists. Laundry pairs for as little as $3.99 each. Big savings on French door refrigerators. And unbeatable savings on more kitchen packages than you can count. Appliance savings on a stick. Through September 4th, exclusively from Warner Stellion. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. As we approach the anniversary of the tragic occurrence of September 11th, Great Wrench Auto Repair honors the American heroes who have made this country what it is. From those serving in our military to the men and women of our police and fire departments, we salute you. That's from Great Wrench Auto Repair, where they say service isn't just a courtesy, it's a commitment. For more information, call 507-744-5370. That's 507-744-5370 for Great Wrench Auto Repair in Lonsdale. Minnesota is home to the only major institution in North America devoted to Russian art, history, and culture. The Museum of Russian Art, located off 35W on Diamond Lake Road in South Minneapolis, can be your personal connection to extraordinary artists, stories, and context. We offer more exhibitions and events than ever before, from concerts and lectures to vodka tastings and more. Open daily, free parking, and a great group on deal. Find out more at tmora.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Scott Shambot from Shambot Family Dentistry. We're the fear-free, get-you-out-of-pain-now dental office. We always offer a free exam and x-rays for new patients because we believe you shouldn't have to pay to find out what's wrong with your teeth. Call today. We're open early and late and Saturdays to fit your schedule. As my daughter Rachel says, If you don't see my dad, please see another dentist. Take care of your teeth because they're the only ones you get. Call 1-800-FIX-MY-TEETH or visit fixmyteeth.us. 
Fall is an important time to call the window washing and exterior cleaning experts Blue Sky Services to prevent seasonal changes and potential winter damage. Look at your roof. Do you have black streaks, blotches, or algae? Don't wait for the cold to have these freeze. Cleaning is much cheaper than replacement. September schedule is filling quickly, so don't neglect your windows, gutters, or siding cleaning. Call 651-447-4484 to book your fall cleaning before their busy season schedule fills and tell them that you're an AM950 listener. That's 651-447-4484 or blueskyservices.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And we have been having such a wonderful conversation about the gin game. That's a play that is being produced by the Sidekick Theater. It goes from September 7th through the 22nd. And if you've been listening, you've had a chance to get to know Ray Burke and Candace Barrett. They are a married couple that do this show about a a couple that are getting to know each other in what we've called uh, in the old terminology, not politically correct anymore, but what used to be called the old folks home. And wonderful insight. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the whole program, I'm going to encourage you to go to am950radio.com and check out Connections. Click on that icon and listen to the full show because there's just some wonderful conversations thinking about aging, thinking about art, uh, thinking about telling our story and what does that look like and what decisions might we want to make as we consider ourselves getting older, our parents getting older, or even as society, how do we honor those of us as we age And what does the aging process give us as a gift, uh, as well as a consideration in terms of decisions that we make? So this is a show that I want you to go to and take friends and um, talk about afterwards and share your story. And to go to the show, and you want to go buy a ticket because right now you're so inspired, you want to go buy those tickets, you can go to SidekickTheater.com, and that is with an R-E. We did have a little bit of a conversation on ERs and R-Es as well. Um, You can also call them. 952-948-6506. I'm going to give you that number again, but if you're driving, please don't take this number down. Just go ahead and remember SidekickTheater.com. That's 952-948-6506. I want us to go back. In the very first segment, we talked about Tim Stoles, who's your director, who runs the Sidekick Theater, but there's someone else as well. There's a Brian Peckle. Brian Peckle, the other half of Sidekick Theater. In fact, I don't know who is the sidekick. <laughs> they trade. They trade. They are the sidekick for each other. That's right. And Brian uh, uh, is the younger part of this duo, and he does everything. My goodness. Uh, he performs. He directs. He choreographs. He is a brilliant musician and singer. I had the pleasure of directing him in a show he created called From... Ava to Eternity, that they did this spring, which is about the early life of Frank Sinatra, in which he sang 15 uh, Sinatra wow. songs in one wow. evening, and it was a knockout. Uh, he composes, uh, he does the lights for the show, he does most of the computer uh, um, programming and set up for that. Uh, these two men uh, complement each other brilliantly and make Sidekick Theater happen. And the reason I bring it up is that I want you guys not only to go see the gin game, I want you to get familiar with Sidekick Theater because they produce other shows as well. And we want to make sure that we support them. We love theaters in the Twin Cities. We like to support and advocate and get people out and about doing performing arts and seeing performing arts. And these aren't newcomers. Both of these fellows have been around the theater for some time and actually grew up in it one way or another. Uh, Tim with the Old Dog Theater, which his dad ran for decades, and Brian, who grew up in a musical family with a father who uh, was a road musician for years and years and years and played with all of the greats. And speaking of growing up in the theater, you yourself have had theater in your blood for many, many years, and you bring that joy of acting uh, to others, especially through the Actors Workout. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I try to do it. <laughs> I think you do a beautiful um, job. Uh, I'm very aware, because uh, f- I didn't start out in the theater or, or, or like some do as youngsters. They know, oh, I want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. I had no connection with the theater. There were no arts to speak of in my family that I grew up in. I didn't fall in love with the theater until my uh, freshman year at college. 
And uh, I was going to be, a, as Candace had mentioned, a PE teacher, and all of a sudden everything got turned upside down when I had a small role in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. And I changed the whole direction of my college career and my life as a result of that. As a part of that, I've always been have been aware of those teachers I've had and in directors I've worked with who've had an influence on me and on whose shoulders I stand to do what I do. And I wouldn't be where I am without the influence of many of these people. And so the idea of passing on the tradition of the theater has always been a part of what I thought a theater artist did. Mm-hmm. So the actors work out which I uh, teach at the Guthrie, is my effort in that direction. It's an ongoing scene studies class for professionally oriented and professional uh, actors in the Twin Cities. And to find out more information about that, you can go to actorsworkout.org. Yes. I have to say that... um, I've loved you on every show that I've seen at the Guthrie. Uh, you've been an, uh, an icon in the um, in the Christmas uh, Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, I but a, I, I also four of those. <laughs> you were beautiful at all of them. What I I sometimes enjoy is that I'm turning the channels on the uh, television. All of a sudden, I see you throw Mama off the plane. I go well, out the train. I go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know that guy. You play these amazing character roles, and I'll, I'm watching Star Trek. And I'm like. Did I just see? Yeah, I did just see Ray. Yes. <laughs> and there's others. My Origin television X- and, and film career is alive and well oh, on cable. Yes. Well, <laughs> the X series, weren't you part of that? I did. Well, I did X- X- oh, X-Files. Yeah. X-Files, you were amazing in that. So Ray is delight as a teacher, but he's also great fun um, to see in shows. And I encourage you to see uh, the gin game, especially coming up. Candace, you do beautiful work also. I've taken classes with you and, and absolutely adore you um, at the Guthrie. The Guthrie Education has classes starting out in October. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a whole new series of classes that will will begin. Uh, there are different levels. The, the folks at, at the education department um, are doing some amazing new things this this semester in terms of how the classes are organized and who's teaching and um, what the – what the direction of the class will be. So I think it's worth going on the website or or calling uh, calling the theater and just talking with Madeline or, or Lauren um, and finding out more about the classes. My classes, I think, begin October 4th. Um, but there's a whole slew of classes that are available for people to begin to um, investigate what this thing is, this theater thing and it's open to folks um for whatever experience or no experience absolutely and it's an exploration i remember when i first took your class it was sort of like well you know i used to do acting a long time ago Mm -hmm. this would be fun and i have to say you create such a warm and inviting atmosphere thank you it is completely my pleasure i've i love those classes and and i think i think there is something about pretty much everybody has an experience of a sixth grade play mm-hmm. or their senior musical or something that just where it was it was fun and it was good and and you learned stuff and you made stuff together and there was a real community and and so that's part of what we want to make sure happens in class and i have to say i also uh, was part of the actors workout and felt challenged and supported and both ray and candace have just a magical effect in in supporting you to create the goals that you want in art and uh, I and encourage life you, and <laughs> life and I encourage you to think about doing that as well. So thank you for being with us today. Uh, go see the Gin Game. I'm going to be very direct with you. September 7th through the 22nd. Sidekick Theater. Sidekicktheater.com to buy your tickets. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Candace, for thank being you, part Lord of it. Thank you, What a pleasure. I just love it when you guys join us. Anytime. All right, we'll, we'll have great. you back. Right now, right now.